0: Hercules Street, West Tamworth. 92.9. 92.9 weather. iCare Plus Optometrist Tamworth. Offering complete iCare solutions for you and your family. iCare Plus Tamworth. Your vision is their focus. Mostly sunny and 25 degrees around the region today. Nine overnight tonight. 25 mostly sunny on the way for tomorrow. Some showers on Saturday, though. Looking at about 10 to 20 millimetres all up there and 24. And then showers on Sunday and 19. Right now, we've got 11 at the moment at the airport. Yo,
1: yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up, wake, up. wake me up. We're here. Mm-hmm. JB for breakfast. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. Love it. Awesome to listen to.
0: #hashtag, Hashtag JB929. Tamra, let's go. Go, go. Seven thirty-seven. Soon, your chance to head along to our thirtieth birthday bash. We'll give away some tickets for that real soon. But first. This is awesome to have a bit of live music in the studio outside of the festival. Tamworth's very own Hattie Oates joins me. How are you?
2: Good, thank you,
3: JB. How are you?
0: Very, very good. Thank you so much for coming in. It has been a while. We're trying to work out the last yeah. time you were in oh. the studios here. It was pre the C word. Yeah, which definitely, we...
3: definitely been a hot minute. I think 2020, yeah. maybe.
0: Yeah, 2020, Just 2019. before yeah.
3: COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just
0: just squeezing it in. It was a wild time, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: But great to have you back at you you're Thanks of course me. Tamworth local. Yeah. Yeah. Um and not
3: born here, but bred here. Yes. <laughs> <trying to> <laughs> brought up here.
0: They're very specific on the details with <laughs> that. Uh, you know, so we have to we have to make that clarify. But look, everyone around here knows you. What have you been doing the last couple of weeks? Uh, last last couple of weeks, last couple of <laughs> Lots years. Lots last couple of weeks,
3: but the last couple of years. Um, well, finished school and then moved. Straight to Sydney, pretty much like goodbye HSE and and shot off to Sydney yep. straight after my last exam. Yep. Didn't really think twice. Mum was like, bye, see you never. And I was like, wait, I'm just going on a holiday, but actually, no, I never came back. Um, no, now I come back every now and then. But yes. moved there full time and, yeah, delve into the music industry and have just been riding away. And so, yeah, starting to release some stuff again, which is exciting.
0: Sensational. I imagine has it been sort of, eye-opening now actually um i guess throwing yourself in the music industry full-time and living and breathing it is it what you imagined when you were kind of dabbling in it still in school
3: yeah um i think there's elements obviously there's like fuel and the fire in the belly is never gonna mm. never gonna be subsided by any kind of um hard work and stuff but it's definitely it's full-on it's full-on and there's so many people that are doing it so many amazing artists and stuff but the best thing about that is is probably being able to collaborate with other producers and artists and when you kind of yes from Tamworth but you're open to like a, this whole other world um with so many people surrounded that you can kind of connect with and. And collaborate with so that's been amazing um yeah. and definitely makes like the hard hard work of it worthwhile so yeah
0: feel free to name drop who are some of the people that you've been lucky enough to
3: uh, um, write
0: with produce with
3: <laughs> i've been working with um a guy called there's a guy called robbie Desar who's who's produced some of um maya she's an upcoming she um hottest 100's 100 with Flume yep. this year um, and another guy called Liam Quinn who's who's got a girl called Peach PRC that he works quite closely with. Um, but honestly, there's so many. So yeah. I, honestly, it's like that's a big question to kind of delve yeah. into but there's um, definitely met some cool people, seen some cool things and um, the level of talent in Australia is amazing and especially post the C word. Yes. <laughs> um, it's all coming to fruition. So it's good to see Oz music scene like popping off at the moment.
0: It's that awkward time we're in at the moment where I don't want to mention the C word, but <laughs> when doing interviews, you kind of have to. How- it's a big
3: part of our lives. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Exactly. Dictated uh, a fair
0: bit. How, how sort of did you tackle that? Because some artists have waited it out and wrote tons of material yeah. during the C word and now they're releasing it. Some did it in dribs and drabs. Yeah. Um. How How have you as a new artist? How did you tackle that? Are you you you, you you've released a new single which yeah. we're going to chat about I, in a moment? Um, did you just hold off?
3: I think I I had the, thank God I was like still in school and mm-hmm. I was always one of those kids who was pretty eager to leave school. It wasn't really um, I just wanted to do music full time kind yeah. of thing. Um. But in hindsight, so glad I stuck it out just because those last two years were still in covid so if i'd sort of make the jump to leave school and then been lurking in this weird limbo time um it would have been hard but i think I had the safety net of school at the time. So I was, I'm still quite grateful for that. I, I had the freedom to kind of, um, yes, we came home and did and did school from home for a little bit, but it almost worked well for me being a musician. Cause I'd just pump out my classes in the yeah. first half of the day and then <laughs> head down into my bedroom and write songs all afternoon. So I kind of had that best of both worlds where I could kind of write about it, um, soak up home time and, and before everything got really hectic. So yeah, hindsight's been great. You know, I loved that time with the family. But you know, it was hard for everyone. Yes, as well.
0: yeah. Terrified is a new single. Um, tell us about it. What's the inspiration for it? This one, I'm so excited about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I um, I wrote it in Melbourne with one of my fave producers, Ben Oldland, who's an up and coming producer, but he's he's amazing. Um, and it kind of it kind of wrote itself in terms of I actually had a session with him last week and sort of plucked this. Wisdom out of midair, and I don't know how, but it makes sense, and I think it's really relevant to terrified as well. He was like, "Oh, you know, what? What do you want to write about? What's a concept have you thought about?" And I'm trying to get better at thinking about a concept before I start writing, because um, I'm kind of someone that will just murmur stuff and make words out of the murmurs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I just came out with this <laughs> wisdom. I don't know where it came from. I was like, "Well, you know what? You can't dream about a face you've never seen, so you're not going to like write words that you don't already feel." In the depths of your soul. Like, I don't know what I was talking about, but <laughs> it, literally that's how I Terrified yeah. kind of happened. I, okay. I, just We started writing and then all of a sudden it got really relevant to where I was and how I was sort of tackling the industry and it's all about sort of the higher you jump, the further you have to fall. But in terms of having a dream and having this passion that I know that isn't going to be deterred by anything, I'm just sort of running straight at it. Mm. Um, the head noise and the fear that comes in, in amongst that. So that's kind of where Terrified was cool. born and it just kind of, yeah, wrote itself. So I guess my weird wisdom was somewhat relevant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it, you're gonna perform Terrified for us now. Yes. Hattie Oates, take it away, thank you very much. Thank you. This is a little bit of a acoustic version. Um,
3: the full version is very much synths and big snares, so um, I've had to work this version on the reverse of the release, <laughs> but it's still fun to play.
2: they say you can be anyone that you want if you want to you can run you can dream you can love but i don't know how to and it's not like i've done this before i, I so can i be anyone that want? Sprinting in the dark, can't stop, tripping and fall into the arms of I don't know who it is Looking at the future in the rearview mirror What the hell am I doing here, trying to walk the line that I can't see, I'm running blind I don't want to be another fool who falls behind I can be whoever I want to be, but do I really want to be the one who tries? What if I can't handle it? Oh my, I, I, I'm terrified. You can trip in the hymn with the bar, but will it catch you? Cause you don't even know who you are. Oh, sprinting in the dark, can't stop tripping and fall into the arms of I don't know who it is. Looking at the future in the rearview mirror. Oh, what the hell am I doing here trying to walk the line That I can't see, I'm running blind I don't want to be another fool who falls behind Cause I can be whoever I want to be But do I really want to be the one who tries What if I can't handle it, all oh, my I, I, I'm terrified I can be whoever I want to be Don't want to be the one who tries Caught up in the thoughts that are losing me Maybe I've lost my mind I can be whoever I want to be Don't want to be the one who tries Caught up in the thoughts that are losing me Maybe I've lost my mind, but I'm terrified I am terrified I, I, am terrified I am terrified I, I, I'm terrified Trying to walk the line That I can't see I'm running blind I don't wanna be Another fool who falls behind Cause I can be whoever I wanna be But do I really wanna be The one who tries What if I can't handle it all my. Ah, ah,
0: I'm so fired. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Sensational. <laughs> really you. good. You mentioned like how different <laughs> it is acoustically from the actual um, release version. Yeah. Is it, it's hard to like, re-reverse engineer a song like that?
3: Yeah, it's um that's probably that's something tough. I should have talked about in the writing process because now that I've kind of moved to Sydney and there's a lot more studio sessions and all this stuff that's going on, I'm used to writing mm. in my bedroom and just with the guitar, so it's yeah. like I've got this other side. And then you go into the studio and you're kind of building it on a laptop in yeah. some sense. Like the the new modern age stuff is is crazy. The technology and the and the quick sort of building yeah. of a song. Yeah. Um, and then to kind of take that and then try and make it acoustic again is, like, this whole other process. So, no, that's definitely one where that happened. Yeah. Um, I honestly didn't even know the key I was writing it in and then I had to, like, go back and figure all that out later um, because we just wrote to these big, like, snares and synths and um, definitely sort of lots of 80s vibes in that song. Um, So definitely go check out the version on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Um, But, yeah, no, it's it's great to have both versions and I'm kind of almost tempted to record the acoustic as well because it's a whole other evokes a different emotion, I feel.
0: Back when CD singles were the big thing, I can yeah. see the acoustic version as being track two oh, on yeah. the single. Oh, yeah. So I maybe like... a maybe a remix for track three. Yeah, kind exactly, of, exactly. That kind of thing.
3: Maybe it can work its way into the, <laughs> into the EP slash or whatever comes, How? whatever comes.
0: You also you did a video clip for this as well? Yeah. Is this the first time you've done a video clip? Yep. Yeah, it was
3: the first music video and it was... Lots of fun, yeah. definitely keen to do more. I yeah. think next time I might pick an indoor venue. Yeah, I, um, We went to a national park up in the Northern Beaches and literally all I needed was me and this national park and obviously the videographer and the rest. I was just like, he's an amazing editor and I, all my sort of vision was that way inclined. But we ran around this national park all day. I got bitten by like a bull ant. I ripped my yeah. pants like that suit will never look the same. <laughs> Um, it, it was pretty wild, but it was fun. So fun.
0: Is it hard lip syncing?
3: Yeah. Like if you want, like the behind the scenes clips are so funny to watch. (laughs) And there was one (laughs) shot where we had, um, the videographer, he was up on the other side of the hill and there was kind of a big dip in the middle and I was on the other hill and he had his long lens camera and he's texting me saying, okay, ready, set, go, action, And I'm like played the song just off my phone. and It's in my pocket, and I'm like dancing around with arms and legs and limbs everywhere, looking really funky. And then I finish, and I text him back, and like, oh, like, good. How does it how does it look? And he goes, look, I'm not gonna lie, it looks pretty rare um, without any music behind it. But I'm sure when we put it all together, it's gonna be great. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can. I don't. Glad I wasn't even in the editing process. <laughs> I would have been sitting there just hating myself.
0: All, so. Oh how, god! How, and you took a day to film it. Yeah. All yeah, done. We, okay. We took the
3: day. Yeah. Never thought I'd run on camera, but that, that's that was part of the vision, so I had to do it.
0: If people want to see you perform live, are you coming back to Tamworth to perform anytime soon? Got some upcoming dates or anything like that? I haven't like got that? any
3: upcoming dates, but definitely in the works. And this year, I've sort of because of COVID and then moved to Sydney and spent so much time sort of building this catalog of, of songs to release, which I'm still sort of working way out in this year's a release, release year. So the focus for this year is to try and get back, back on stage. And um, I've got one gig in Sydney at the Lansdowne, which will be um, fun on the 1st of June. That's going to be my first band show. So I'm pretty excited for that. But then hopefully that's like the first of, of many. So once I kind of get that one under my belt, then I'm keen to, to build and um, take it on, on the road. <laughs> Is it
0: safe, safe to say we'll see you here in 2024 for the festival? Yeah, we could say that's a
3: pretty high bet.
0: <laughs> put you on the spot. <laughs> hey, Hattie, thank you so much for coming in. We'll chuck terrified on our playlist too and start playing that Stunning. on 92.9. Thank you. I'm going to put you on the spot with this one, but very quickly, me. our brain starter this morning, okay. oh, God. 17% of restaurants serve what? What what do you think they serve? Seventeen
3: percent. That's like a low number. Seventeen
0: percent of restaurants. So so, some of the guesses we've had so far. That's probably really bad. Um, we've had um pasta, chicken schnitzel, after dinner mints.
3: (laughs) After dinner mints. That's funny. We went to a seventies party the other day, and there was after dinner mints.
0: And fondue. Um, I imagine there should have been. There there has to be fondue at a seventies party. Yeah. Surely.
3: What did we have? We had yeah. There was, yeah, there was a fondue set up and then there was these after dinner mints and then, the, I mean, the outfits were the, the star the, the for the stuff. The reason that.
0: for it, yeah, yeah of course. Sure.
3: Oh, 17%.
0: It's close with I pasta. I want to say seafood,
3: but then that's, I feel like there's always going to be a seafood option. So maybe like something niche, like prawns or
0: something. No, the answer, pizza. Oh. 17% of restaurants serve pizza.
3: That would have, that's... So there you go. Wild.
0: Outside of a pizza establishment, of course. I'm actually, so, yeah,
3: I, that's... I didn't think I thought Italian Italian would creep its way in I guess faster yeah 17% that seems so low
0: hey Hattie thank you so much for your time thank you so much thank you for performing and all the best with Terrified all the details on your website Spotify YouTube Facebook
3: all those Instagram TikTok (laughs)
0: MySpace maybe not
3: no not MySpace (laughs) (laughs) that's way too ancient
0: (laughs) thanks so much for coming in Hattie all the best thank you 752 Want to hear your favorite song on the radio and win 250 bucks to spend at Monogram It? Check out the 92.9 face. The Veronica's Forever here at 92.9. 18 past eight. JB here this morning for Country Autos, GWM Havel. Stick around. Your chance to head along to our 30th birthday listener party coming up real soon. I've got an amazing, amazing fun fact for you. This is incredible, right? Listen up. Turn your radio up. You don't want to miss this. It's that exciting. I've even brought Laner in to share in the excitement of this. So yesterday, I said to everyone, guess what? Guess what I'm watching? I'm watching a great show. You might have heard of it. It's called Shits Creek. It's phenomenal. Get amongst it. I'm up to episode five, season one. It is amazing. So I mentioned that to everyone here, how fantastic it was. And everyone jumped... I've never seen so many people move so quickly here at the (laughs) station. Everyone jumped out of their cubicles and their studios here and went, Oh, it's so good. I love that. This is a great show. It's fantastic. And I said how funny the dad and the son are on that show. Like, they are just... Just... Amazing casting. Mm. Phenomenal. And then... Monty... From two T M, in all his wisdom, this is why he's on. This is why he's on the the, the the older station because of the words of wisdom that he that he offers us younger staff here in the mm. building. Monty goes, you know that they're, they're dad and son in real life, and I went, what? <laughs> he went, they they're son and dad in real life. I went, no, they're not. And then Lena, she pops her news door open and goes, yeah, everyone knows that. Did you not know that? <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea that that was son and daughter in real life. You can confirm they right now that they are son and daughter, their they're daughter and dad in real life. And that excited are mixing up all those genders and all that kind of stuff. They really? literally
4: have the same eyebrows. Like you can literally tell eyebrows. I'm a dude, by I don't know those
0: eyebrows. But
4: Twi- the act who plays Twyla as well, Sarah Levy, that's... That's um the daughter of Eugene Levy as well.
0: That's nuts.
4: So, all three of them. Yeah.
0: That is cra- that's crazy. I
4: can't believe you're on the bandwagon so late. Only episode 5. Yeah. What the heck man? I had
0: other stuff to watch. No. I had a full list. No,
4: I'm I had on a my full
0: list of stuff. It is
4: like my comfort show. You know how everyone has that one show that you just watch yeah. over and over and yeah. over. Well, I'm on my like fourth or fifth rewatch of it of all six seasons. It's just so good. And I, I like
0: it because they're short episodes too. I yes, like that. That yes. plays to my my undiagnosed ADD. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's what I like. You know, these bloody, you know, hour and a half long episodes, boring, whatever. James Cameron, go away with your <laughs> nine hour long movies you want to do. Give me 17 minutes, get it over and done yeah. with and you move feel, on. And Fantastic. Feel, Thank you. You do
4: feel like you've accomplished more because you've gone through more episodes. Yeah. So you feel like you've accomplished more of the... More, more of the story, you know, rather than watching a one-hour episode here and there. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I can't believe that that me finding out that the ma- that the dad and the son in Shits Creek are the dad and the son in real life is like a repeat of when I found out that um, the the girl that used to star in the Paris Hilton TV show all the time was Nicole Richie's stepdad, a uh, stepdaughter. Nicole Richie. Um, uh, Nicole, Nicole Ritchie is Lionel Richie's stepdaughter. Yes. Oh. Uh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I already yeah. knew that, but not from uh. there.
0: <laughs> Man,
4: <sighs> JV, you need to get up with this. See, like, don't you sit you there Google?
0: See what? No, I watched the show. I don't sit with there with there my and phone. No, because
4: then you miss it. No, nah, no, nah, nah. no. That's why, why you rewatched. So then all the things you missed when you were googling you can go back
0: and pick up on. That's why no one can concentrate properly anymore. This is why. Because you're sitting there doing a thousand things at once. I
4: literally watch TV while I write my news.
0: I can't do that. (laughs) I don't know how you do that. I had a boss that used to watch TV while doing, like, board reports. I'm like, you are nuts. He wasn't boss for long, so that's probably why. The oh. quality of his board reports were probably <laughs> crap, because he's watching a thousand shows at once while doing them. So, 8.23. But delivery has arrived on the My Mac and app. Anthony Maley joins me for a chat. Anthony, thank you so much for your time. How are you? <laughs> g'day mate, how are you? Yeah, very well, very well. So thank you very much for having a chat with us for our 30th. When When that's, did you work That's okay. Here? No, no, my absolute oh. pleasure. When,
1: when were you here? Oh goodness. Um <laughs> I think it would have been I, I I was only trying to think of this the other day. Um I think it was around uh, probably 9697 something along those lines. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what what uh, okay. what did you do on air here? Uh, breakfast. Yeah, right. I did um I I did I did your gig mate. Don't worry you're not in danger. Um <laughs> Well, I did, I did, I did breakfast, but I did drive for a week when they took me off breakfast for misbehaving. So, oh, <laughs> okay. I, I know they said it was a punishment, but I got, to, I got to sleep in, and I worked in the afternoon. How was that? <laughs> Some punishment, okay. I know. <laughs>
0: can, 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 you reveal what that punishment was, or we don't go there?
1: <laughs> uh, look, in all honesty, back in those days, we were, we were. Um, I, seriously, the the show was called Maily in the morning, and uh, we just cut loose. we had skits, we had anti ads, we had comedy radio plays, we just it was a it was a full on full on show, and you know we spend about twelve, thirteen hours every day preparing it, and um and it was a lot, a lot of fun. And I don't think there was a week that went by where the program directors at the time, Phil Bradley or, or, and or Michael Church, um, didn't have me in their office saying, <laughs> don't do that again. And it was sort of like, well, of course I'm not going to do it again. I've already done it. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> who do, do you remember, obviously, Phil Bradley, Michael Church, any of the other guys you had on air while you were here?
1: Well, um, we did a, a... I had an on-air partner, uh, Joe Turner, who is one of the most incredible radio talent. She's, it's just in her blood. She's amazing. And um, Joe and I presented the show for probably, I'd, I'd say probably the final six to nine months of, um, of the show before I left. And um, and Joe actually entered us into what was then the Ra Awards, the Radio Industry Awards, and uh, we became finalists for, I think it was Best On Air Breakfast Team Regional or something like that. Yeah. And um, so there was Joe uh there was her now now husband grant turner also worked there and um a guy called richard monk he was on 2tm uh obviously next door yeah uh, so there, there was a whole there was a whole heap of people and it, it was a it was a wonderful period everybody was really everyone was really positive to make make just make really 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 good radio and it was it was a lot of fun and and, and hats off to Michael Church and Phil Bradley, and at the time the many general manager Bill Morrison, you know it, it was it, it, they just they, they did give us quite a bit of free reign to be exceptionally creative and and of course we took full advantage of it.
0: <laughs> any any um, sort of standout sort of promotions, giveaways, things that have stuck in your mind during your time worth, uh, Tamworth
1: period? Oh, we did a, we, we did do a uh, uh, well it was a competition slash giveaway scenario in the show and it was, it was actually I don't know whether people remember it remember it but uh, it was called it was called Dad Quiz and uh, basically we would have uh, CDs to give away. You know, things, like those daggy daggy things that weren't (laughs) of high value. Like, And and I mean this this with a great deal of respect for McDonald's, but, you know, it might be a McDonald's voucher, a CD, or back-in-the-day CDs, um, (laughs) et cetera. And and, and so people would ring up and we'd ask them a question like, what was the name of the dog in the Brady Bunch? And, you know, and they'd answer the question and they'd win a CD. Do you want to risk the CD and win the CD and the voucher? and that we'd yes. ask them another daggy question, um, <laughs> like who was the lead singer of the Partridge family. Uh, and, and so they were all pop culture, it was pop, a pop culture quiz. And, yeah. and the third question allowed them to win, risk it all, and win a ticket to the dad party. Oh! And, and the dad party used to be held and I, I don't believe it's there anymore, the Tamworth Workers Club. I think it's shut down. No, or... yeah, that's gone. That's a memory. Yeah. <laughs> well, back in, well, well, back then in 96, 97 or whatever it was, uh, it was pumping. A lot of live bands used to come through, a lot of really good bands. And um, we used to have a date party. And, and the first one, we, uh, we had um, uh, uh, one of them, I'm sorry, we had the Ted Murray Gang.
0: Yeah right.
1: But I think we, I think we had, I think it was Skyhooks at one of them, um, which was the last show of Skyhooks. They so were just doing a, a, last tour around. and um, and so you know what was this dag party that people thought, you know, because we encouraged everyone to dress up. Like <laughs> I'd go in a safari suit or whatever, and and I think the Workers Club Auditorium could fit something like seven, eight hundred people, or oh, seven hundred people in it. Cool. Uh, I think I think that was about right, and seven eight hundred people. And everyone thought that we'd get two, three hundred people to this DAG party. And we sold out. We had people lined up around the block. And, and I think we ended up squeezing about a thousand people into a 700 room auditorium. It was just, it was incredible. Incredible.
0: Oh, I love that. Fantastic. And I imagine, um, you know, the music you were playing uh, at that stage, are we talking sort of, you know, nonstop Savage Guard and that kind of stuff for the, mid, the mid-90s?
1: Oh, don't talk to me about I can't. I still, still can. I'm still recovering, and I don't know whether it's still the same. But back back then, they had really high rotations on songs. Yeah, and and not that I. And this is another um, bane of contention for old Phil and Michael. Was um, I didn't really take, pay too much attention to what had been programmed, um, and it, it, it was a song. It, and one of the reasons behind, it, and this was one of the beauties of it as well, and this is why I guess it it worked really well at the time, was that whatever the mood was of the actual program and how it developed, the music was a major part of that. Yeah. And and so you know you didn't want to you didn't want to play a slow you know Mister Mister song or Phil Collins song. Yeah. When everything was pumping and vibey. So and you know, you just, um, you know, you just come out of dag quiz. And because it's a, a dag period era, you know, with, uh, with ABBA playing, you know, with a bop, you know, a big song from ABBA. Yeah. And, and they, they keep going into something low. So <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was very, 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 very fortunate, buddy. Really fortunate.
0: Yeah, no, that's incredible. What, what brought you to Tamworth? where did you work before here? What made you apply for it? Do you have family, friends here, or just thought, uh, looks like a good spot?
1: Oh, well, there's a story, um, Everything I do is a story. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but I was actually there with my then partner, and, and my, my parents lived in town with them. We're calling in to see my parents, and I thought, oh, well, I'll just duck in and have a look at the radio station, and and Michael or Phil Braddock, like, anyway, one of them, I yeah. can't remember which one was PD at the time. I think it was Michael Church. And um, we uh, we called in, I spoke to them, and we're having a good old chat, and Michael and... and, and and Phil, and and they said, what are you doing now? And I said, oh, well, I'm not actually doing anything. I'm just having a bit of a break. And they said, well, we've got a breakfast position going. Did you know that? Oh. And I went, I, had, I said, "I haven't, no, I didn't. <laughs> and they said, have you got a demo on you? Are you interested? And I said, oh, I never really thought about it, but I thought my parents are there. Or, you know, I could give it a crack. And I said, but I don't have a, a uh, an audition reel or demo tape. And so they put me in the studio... Uh, gave me some music. Wow. Uh and said, you know, and, and a reel to reel back then it was, and said, um, you know, go and lay down a demo. So I went into the studio in in thirty minutes <laughs> laid out laid out, you know, and it was all off the top of my head, you know, and it was so no pressure. Um <laughs> and then just laid down this like twenty minute, thirty minute demo reel and um and then <laughs> Bill Morrison. They took it to Bill Morrison and they were all in the I was, I was sitting outside and they were all in having a listen. <laughs> and they walked out and they said I said, Look, we really, really we really liked it, but you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that and you can't do that. And, and I went they said, But it's really good, it's got a lot of potential and um they said, Do you want a job? And yeah, so then I think I started a week later.
0: That is amazing. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is where did you work before Tamworth? Uh well like, I did. Um, I worked at Gunnera. Yeah. Yep. That was my my very first radio station. Yeah. Um, I lived at. Uh, sorry, I lived. I worked at Musselbrook. Yeah. Uh, which back then, Two NM was a feeder station for all the major, the major stations yep. in Sydney, uh, like Two NX in Newcastle and and, and and some other stations. Yep. Um So Two NM back in the day was a, a station everyone wanted to get to. Yeah. Uh, to to get for the next step. Um, and yeah, and I, I just worked at other stations. Um, it's Sun FM uh, down in Dick. Yeah, and um, God, I, I can't remember half of them now. <laughs> I, I basically used radio. It was it was funny. Like, like Tamworth was a really really wild time. Yeah, and um, and and I basically used the radio to travel around Australia. Yeah, to have a job that I could travel, and I, and it was great.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. And uh, what what are you doing with yourself nowadays?
1: Um, I'm a writer. I've, I've written a, um, a motion picture, animation comedy feature, and we're just getting that off the ground now with uh, with a studio um, that's in LA and uh, wow, Europe.
0: Cool.
1: And so we're just we're just uh, developing developing. Well, I've already written a screenplay and everything, so that's all done. And also a live action. Uh, sci-fi TV series uh, that I've developed, where a woman's a time-traveling, atom-manipulating, um, yeah, uh, gal- galaxy-traveling person. Cool. And yeah, so it's been uh, we're about six years deep into that now. Wow. So I have a production company where we're doing that, and we've got an Oscar, a previous Oscar winner, interested in being in the movie, and Brilliant. and a, a big, mu- a big music legend overseas. So wow, everything's everything's going well.
0: Fantastic. Well, hey Anthony, thank you so much for your insights. I wish I was around uh, to to hear your show. Sound like a burst of energy and fun. So. Um,
1: well, well, mate. If you were around, then you probably wouldn't be around now. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: thank you, thank you so much for the memories, Anthony.
1: You're welcome, and happy anniversary, guys.